Yo, yo, if I said it, then I meant it. There's life and death inside of the tongue, sharper than a two-edged sword. Which side do you want? Big dog, Christ-blooded. Yo, you probably your runt. When we touch down, we kicking it. You probably your putt. It's real. Look, look, this your boy Jarrell Golden, man, CEO of Imago Day Records, and I'm chilling with MTMV Sports, and I suggest that you keep it locked. 48 coming soon, too. Be ready. Young man, humble. What's good? It's your boy Stephen Malcolm, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Let's get it. Hey, everybody. This is episode three of the Lombardi Season podcast. Um, This week, we're going to talk about coming out of the bye week, and we're going to talk about some of what happened over the weekend with other teams and things like that. Um, We're going to talk about how the Packers controlling their own destiny and to get to where we want to go to the Super Bowl, what has to happen and things like that. So uh, thank you for listening. This is episode three of the Lombardi season podcast. Um, So right now we're coming out of a bye week. Um, Last week, obviously no game. So we had time to get healthy and which we're already pretty healthy. We talked about that last week, but we had an opportunity to get healthier. And uh, I think that really helped. Um, coming out of the bye week, there's three teams. I mean, not the bye week for everybody, but the bye week for us. Coming into week 11, there's three teams that have no injuries right now, and one of those are the Packers. It's the Packers, the Titans, and the Seahawks. Um, so that's really good for the Packers because even at the beginning of the season, the very first game, we had injuries. And so to not have any right now, uh, we can basically we can use all we've got and hit our stride now and get going. Um, right now, we're 8-2. and two. We're eight and two, and uh, we've got the 49ers coming up this Sunday night. They flex the game to a night game. It's going to be prime time because there's a lot of playoff impl- implications on this game. If we win this game Sunday night, we are the first seed in the NFC, and we would own all tiebreakers at the at that particular moment, and uh, we would at that moment be the first seed with a first round bye. And uh, so this game is really important. It's not a live or die game. If we lose the game, it's not the season's over. We still have opportunities because the 49ers have a really tough schedule coming up. But this is definitely a time where we can, uh, you know, get back, get take control. We can take control this week. We can put our foot on their necks and, of the Saints, the Vikings, and the 49ers, the Seahawks. We can we can really take control right here. So, um the the good thing is i was going through some of the stats over this past week and uh a lot of people are talking about the struggles struggles of our defense which is a matter that i i agree with where our defense has been struggling something cool i found out is that we've played the hardest offensive schedule in football this season according to dvoa and so i'm not making any excuses because obviously to be a super bowl team you have to beat the best and uh for the most part we have obviously at eight and two but i think that's a little bit of an excuse as to why the defense has struggled because we've played such a tough schedule against teams offensively i'd say the worst offensive team we played was the bears obviously and it showed they only scored three points um even the Broncos at the time, their defense was better, or I mean, their offense is better than it is now. So uh, it it wasn't great, but it's better. It was better then than it is now. So we've played a pretty tough offensive schedule um, for our defense, and uh, I mean, I I think that we can get back on track this week uh, with the with all the injuries. Ibrahim Campbell was a great addition. 
uh, when he came coming back from injury uh, two weeks ago. So I definitely think that having him back, having the whole defense healthy, giving Kenny Clark some time to really get healthy because he's been playing banged up all season. So maybe getting him you know, back, Zadarius has been, he hasn't been injured, but he's been having some nagging things going on uh, throughout the season. So it would be great to have him you know, fully healthy, him and Kenny Clark both, uh, I think that'll definitely really help, um, and, I mean, I just think it's, I think with our defense, just having a week, another extra week to prepare for the 49ers, the 49ers coming off two tough games, one of them a loss to the Seahawks, and then that really close Cardinals game over the weekend, that really, I mean, it kind of gave me, you know, more hope for the Packers, because, that Cardinals team isn't great. Their offense is coming along a little bit, and the 49ers really struggled with them. The final score was 36 to 26, but it really was not that close at all. Um, the The Cardinals actually took the lead with just a couple minutes left, and uh, if it weren't for a little dish off to the running back by Garoppolo, and the running back ran it in, the Cardinals had that game one and uh then the the way they got the 36 was the cardinals with like 11 seconds tried one of those lateral plays and the 49ers got it and scored on it so it really was a lot closer than that 36 26 score and i mean the cardinals really i mean they had every opportunity to beat them and so that 49ers defense has fell off a little bit i'm it's still very good but i i 100 believe that rogers lafleur they'll have a game plan it'll be it'll be good i don't think we're gonna struggle offensively uh we gotta stop their run game though we got to stop their run game because they're going to be running running the ball very good like they have all season and our our defense has struggled against the run all season. So, this is kind of like one of those get right games because if you can stop one of the top rushing teams in the league, you know, that's definitely going to help us out as far as like confidence and things like that goes. Um Another thing about the getting healthy part, uh, Jay Sternberger came back a few weeks ago, but we haven't really used him other than uh, as just a body, and he's been blocking a little bit. He hasn't really gotten any opportunities in the receiving game. But I think that's kind of a good thing because he's he's kind of unscouted coming into this week against the 49ers, and he's completely healthy. So I think that gives us the opportunity to use him. He's really good at running the seams down the middle. Uh, I think that gives us a really good opportunity to use him because he's got a bunch of unscouted looks that we could use and, uh, you know, maybe hit Sternberger for a couple 15, 20 yarders down the middle uh, against the 49ers and really get the offense going. Uh, we come out we come out hot. We're one of the hottest teams coming out. We, we're the very best team on scripted plays in the NFL. Uh, we are, I don't know our exact plus in the first quarter, but I know we have one of the highest pluses in the first quarter as far as outscoring teams. So we're a very good first quarter team, and with Garoppolo being a turnover machine like he is, I think it would be great to get out to a big lead uh, with the offense early. Maybe score on the first possession, get a get a three and out, and score again. Go up ten nothing, fourteen nothing, and uh, make Garoppolo throw. Let let's not even give him the opportunity to run the ball on us. Let Garoppolo Garoppolo throw that thing and try to force him into a couple interceptions. And I I promise you, if Garoppolo's throwing the ball enough, he's going to throw some balls that can be intercepted. He's 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 a good quarterback. I'm not going to take that away from him, but he does give defenses opportunities. He is a uh, he he's like he he reminds me he's like the Kirk Cousins uh he's like a he's like a little worse Kirk Cousins uh at some points he can be very good he can have really high points but then other times he's gonna give that ball away and you just have to take your opportunities we can't have dropped interceptions like Jair did against the Panthers we've actually we've got to intercept those balls 
But as far as that goes, I think I, I mean I'm not I'm not looking at a as an underdog this week. I'm looking at it as equal. I think I think we're we're equal or better than the 49ers and I just think they've played a lot weaker schedule than we have. And I'm not trying to take anything away from their 9 and 1. They are 9 and 1. They're a good football team. Any team that gets to 9 and 1, no matter what their schedule is, is a good football team. So I'm, I I know it's going to be a tough game. Um I think but we can, we can come in here and win this thing and we can take full control of the NFC. Yeah, we would still have very similar records to other teams, but because of the tiebreakers and right now, see the the Vikings are a game behind already. They've lost two division games. We haven't lost any division games. If we beat the 49ers right here, and I mean, obviously if we went out, we're in. There's we would have every tiebreaker, we would have the best record. We went out and we're we're the first seed. But the Vikings, I mean, if we win this game against the 49ers, it is going to be extremely hard for the Vikings to, um, to you know, catch us. Uh, if the even if the Viking, if we beat the 49ers and then lose to the Vikings uh, when we play them next, the Vikings would still be a game back, and uh, because we hold the division tiebreaker with the better record so far. Um, the 49ers, as far as that goes, they have the one loss, but their next three games, they have the Packers and the Saints in, in two of their next three, and the Ravens. They play the, their next three games are the Packers, Ravens, Saints. And so they have a – the the 49ers could end up 15-1 and one, or they can end up 11-5. and five. You know, they could they could drop all the way from the first seed right now to a wild card team, and the Seahawks could get in winning that division. So the 49ers have a lot to play for too. It's not going to be easy for the Packers to come in and just win this game. It's it's going to be tough. It's going to be a really fun primetime game to watch. Um, but I definitely think I, we have every chance to go get it. We have every chance to take control. And uh, I mean, what's what's better for Packers fans? What's better for us than to get every every playoff game at home? I mean, basically, w- let's say we beat the 49ers. We win the games we're supposed to against the bad teams, which are the Redskins, the Giants, the Bears, and the Lions. We win those games. And then even if we lose to the Vikings, which I, I like I said, we'll have every opportunity to beat them too. It, it's not going to be, it'll be in Minnesota and they are going to come out hard and play. It's going to be hard to beat them. But I mean, if we went out, we basically we get two home games in the playoffs and then the Super Bowl, you know. So it would be great, even if we lose to the Vikings and we win the rest of the games, we're most likely looking at a, a one seed still and getting that bye week and win two play two playoff games at home in Lambeau and then go into the Super Bowl. I mean, we have it set out for us. We have everything we want right in front of us. We just have to come prepared and we have to play the way we're supposed to. So. I definitely think we can. I'm. I don't want to get too uh, over. I don't. I don't want to get too excited about it. I don't want to act like it's going to be easy. It's not going to be at all. And I'm not expecting it. At, you know, I I want it, but I I could see us losing to the 49ers and Vikings. As long as we win those games we're supposed to win against the four bad teams: the Giants, the Redskins, the Bears, and the Lions. We win those four games, and we're looking at 12 and four. You know, so uh, either way, we're in a very good position right now coming out of the bye. We're healthy. We're playing good. Our offense is playing good. Devontae Adams is going to most likely he'll be 100%, which we saw last week, and 85% Devontae Adams is great. So, you know, 100% Devontae Adams is going to be awesome. 
look at some of the scores from around the league from week 11 while the Packers weren't playing. Um, some of these games uh, could potentially affect how the Packers season goes. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go through all of them and see if there's anything we need to touch on. Uh, the Steelers and Browns game, obviously, on Thursday where the whole Miles Garrett thing happened. The Browns won the game 21-7, but that was really overshadowed by the whole Miles Garrett thing. I'm not going to go deep, dive deep into that. Uh, I think it's been talked about enough. Uh, the only thing I'll say is Miles Garrett was definitely in the wrong. That was uncalled for, and you will not see if no one, if if anybody, very little football players telling you something like that is okay. And uh, I'm not as gruesome, gross out by it as a lot of people were. I think people were acting hysterical. It was bad. He definitely shouldn't have done it, but, you know, Mason Rudolph should not have put himself in that position either. I'm not saying it warranted a getting hit in the head with a helmet, but Mason Rudolph, I mean, that was that was pathetic. And then the way he got up on in in front of everybody and acted like he had no he he was playing the victim. He acted like he didn't do anything wrong. And I'm like, dude, now I want to hit you in the head with a helmet. Like that that was annoying. Mason Rudolph that that was annoying, and he definitely deserved the fine that he got. I think he got fined like 35000 I wish he would have got suspended, but maybe the real punishment for the Steelers is letting him play because he's terrible. So uh, that's a, that's really all i got to say about that. Um, the Cowboys beat the Lions 35-27. Uh, this kind of says a couple things. For one, Dak Prescott's good. He's legit. I've actually said it for about a year now a little over a year that I do think Dak is good. Uh, a lot of people say he's overrated and say he's garbage. He's only good because of Zeke. and that's No, I don't agree with that at all. Dak's carrying that team right now. Zeke hasn't had that great of a year. Dak, is he's leading the league in yards this year. Dak's playing out of his mind. If you take away a late-game interception on a Hail Mary against the Vikings and then the three or four interceptions he threw against the Packers, I mean, he's he's got very few interceptions um i'm not i'm not saying the ones against the packers don't count i'm just saying that's one game and then he had a late game hell mary interception against the vikings that i really don't count against him as far as how he's playing well uh so dak i, I think i mean he's legit he's a legitimate quarterback um he's an mvp candidate this year he's carrying that team i don't think you're particularly an mvp when your team's six and four but you know they could they don't necessarily have to lose more than what they have right now they could win out uh i hope they don't but you know um another thing it tells me is that cowboys defense isn't that good the cowboys defense has been allowing points this season they've had a couple games where they played good but um the lines with jeff driscoll put up 27 and driscoll played pretty good too so i i don't I don't know. Um, oh, one one other thing about the Dak thing about me saying he was good. Uh, Dak Prescott has 38 wins since 2016. The only quarterback that he trails in that is Tom Brady. Uh, Dak's a winner, and yeah, he's had Zeke. He's had after he he had the addition of Amari Cooper, which has helped him a lot. But I mean, 38 wins since 2016, and only trails Tom Brady. That's 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 pretty good. And Dak's a good quarterback. I hate, I hate it because I don't like the Cowboys, but he's a good quarterback and I'm not going to deny that. Um, another score around the league was the bills beat the dolphins 37 to 20. And, uh, earlier I said that uh, if you, if a team gets a nine and one, uh, even with an easy schedule, they're really good. I do agree with that. Even eight and two, like the Packers, if a team gets eight and two, even with an easy schedule, which the Packers haven't had an easy schedule, but even if that was the case, they're a good football team. Just because you have an easy schedule doesn't mean that you have to win the games. We've seen good teams lose the bad teams. So when you can beat those bad teams, 
consistently, you're a good football team. But one thing I'll say is the Bills have played the easiest schedule in football. They have the they have they are the literally the easiest schedule in football, and they're sitting at seven and three. I do think they're good. That defense is real. Josh Allen's not great, but he's formidable. He can play a little bit. The run game is okay. Um, I just think they're. I think because of the schedule, they've got a little ahead of what they actually are. Uh, I think they're an average team. I think they're a team that can make the playoffs, and but I don't think they make any noise in the playoffs. I don't think they can beat the Patriots. I don't think they can beat the Chiefs. I don't think they can beat the Ravens. Like I think they're a team that's going to make the playoffs and as a wild card because I don't think they're going to have a better record than the Patriots. But I don't know. That 7-3 and threes, I'm not going to say it's fake. They're not frauds, but it's also not – great either i don't think they're a great seven and three team i'm not really that worried about the bills uh at all um the jaguars and colts the colts beat the jaguars 33 to 13 and uh i heard somebody i think it was mike greenberg he said that jacoby Brissett should be considered an mvp candidate i don't agree with that but i think that's going a little far but jacoby Brissett is a good quarterback we saw it when he came in for brady the year brady got suspended four games when we first got a taste of garoppolo and we also saw Brissett. Uh, Brissett, I think he went two and zero when he did that. That's kind of where he made his name. And Brissett's a good quarterback. He's really good quarterback. And I think the I think the Colts have their quarterback for the future as of right now. I don't think they need to be looking in the draft for one. I think Brissett's good and he can play. Uh, he's got the Colts right now. You know, you take away the game he didn't play. I think they would be seven and three instead of six and four. Um, he's he's playing really well. The Colts are going to be a good team in the playoffs, and that's a team that I think would beat the Bills too with Brissett healthy and everything and that team healthy. They've uh, put themselves in a very good position as far as cap space. They drafted really well last year with Darius Leonard and Quentin Nelson. So the the Colts are a team that's building. They're young. They're going to be good in the future years. Uh, the Falcons and Panthers. Man, what the heck is going on with the Falcons right now? The Falcons start out 1-7. They look terrible. They, You know, Matt Ryan's still doing his throw for 300 yards and lose thing that he normally does um, other than his MVP year. Uh, I don't – that they've won two straight games, and not just one. They didn't even allow a touchdown in either game. They held the Saints to nine points, three field goals, and they beat them 27-9. And then this week they beat the Panthers, who are – not great, but an average football team that's been winning games and has an MVP candidate beat them 29 to three. I don't know if the Falcons just played terrible the first eight games and they're better than that, or if they're just caught the right teams at the right time to win two games. I don't know, but I honestly, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to make any noise. I hope they keep this up and keep playing hard and beat the Saints in a couple weeks again. I got a buddy that's a big Saints fan, and I, I, I don't even not like the Saints. Uh, like, I, I like them myself. I like Breeze. I'm, obviously, I'm a huge Packers fan, so I'm going to always pick the Packers over them. But I like to see Breeze succeed, too. And so I'm sorry for saying this, but I do. I hope the Falcons beat them and give us more room right there in that going into the first seed because the more the more we have other teams help us out with these teams, the the better it is for us and it gives us a little bit of wiggle room to where if we lose a game, then it you know, we're still good. So yeah, Falcons, y'all keep whatever you're doing up. I don't know if you've got some mock special stuff going on right now or what, but keep that up because I really need y'all to beat the Saints in a few weeks. Um Broncos and Vikings. This is one definitely in division we need to talk about. The Broncos went up twenty to nothing in this game and gave it back to the Vikings. Um, I was really mad about that because 
that you know that would basically if the Vikings lose that game, then we I don't even think we're worried anymore about winning the division. Obviously, literally, we would be still have to worry about it, but. In all actuality, that would put them two full games behind and losing to a team that's really bad and shouldn't beat them with Brandon Allen as their starting quarterback. That would make a lot of fans feel really good, and I can't believe that the Broncos gave that thing up. Like, you're up 20 to nothing at halftime. Just run that clock out, you know? I mean, don't go full conservative, but just don't let Kirk Cousins have those opportunities that he had to come back. So I was really upset about that. Um there, I know there was some controversial call, calls in that one. I heard people saying that four straight four straight calls should have been defensive pass interference on the Vikings. The way this season's going with the pass interference thing, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I, I don't want any – in a late-game situation like that, I don't know if I want them calling any just little thing. You know what I mean? Like, because if that's the Packers in the situ in that situation, we saw what happened with the Panthers. Every time we thought we had a stop, they would call a flag, and they just get opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And uh, so I don't. I'm not sure. I want. I wanted the Vikings to get uh, flagged on those. Maybe that last one looked kind of bad, but even though I I would like for the Broncos to have won the game, I'm I'm glad that the Vikings didn't lose it on a call like that because I wouldn't want that to happen to the Packers and I feel like I'm one of those guys who's like man if that happened to the Vikings and we cheer about it that's karma and they're going to get us back in the playoffs because we've seen enough bad stuff happen to the Packers (laughs) referee wise to know that crap like that can happen uh the next game the Texans and the Ravens the Ravens blew them out and they hopped this game up all week me too like I was I was thinking it was going to be a great great game too Lamar Jackson Deshaun Watson but uh, it was really just Lamar Jackson. Uh, that defense shut the Texans down, shut Deshaun Watson down, and Lamar Jackson did what he's been doing all season. He had 222 yards, four touchdowns. He he had like 89 yards on the ground. Like Lamar Jackson just playing out of his mind. If he keeps this up, he will win the MVP. Like it's it's just that simple. A lot of people comparing to Michael Vick, but the real thing is, and I was a big Michael Vick fan when I was younger. I watched a lot of Michael Vick. I actually watched Michael Vick more back then than I did the Packers because it was always where I live, one of the games that was televised. The Packers were hardly ever televised unless it was primetime. So I watched a lot of Michael Vick back in the day and you know, Michael Vick was like one of those players who would make those crazy plays that you couldn't believe his eyes, believe your eyes watching him. And it was awesome. Like, Michael Vick was crazy. But the difference between him and Lamar Jackson is Michael Vick wasn't doing that on a lot of design runs. That was him just like stretching out the play and doing something crazy with it and just blowing your mind. And he, he, you know, he'd pick up a bunch of yards on a scramble that was never intended to happen. Lamar Jackson is having these runs like game plan for him. He is running the ball. He's probably, I don't, I'll have to look at this, and I'll let y'all know next week. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he's going to break the record for the most runs by a quarterback in a season. And he's definitely on pace to shatter the rushing record for a quarterback. So Lamar Jackson right now is playing out of his mind, and he, he keeps that up. And, you know, that that team, they can make some noise in playoffs. I think that defense is easily good enough. I saw somebody tweet after that game. They said the Ravens' offense is good enough to get them to a Super Bowl, but the Ravens' defense is good enough to win it. And I agree with that. That defense, I I thought they were going to take steps back after, you know, the Packers got Zadarius Smith, the Jets got C.J. Mosley. I thought they were going to take a step back on defense, but they added Earl Thomas, and that defense is still pretty good. Like, they're they're balling out right now. Um, I'm going to skip the Jets and Redskins. That 
the only thing that would really matter about that is we play the Redskins in a couple of weeks. But I'm not really worried. They're one and nine. They're terrible. Their offense can't do anything. The Jets won 34 to 17. Uh, we talked about the 49ers and Cardinals already at the beginning. Uh, the 49ers won 36 to 26. It wasn't as close as that score was though. The Cardinals played right with them the whole time. The Raiders won again, and congrats to John Gruden, man. He has taken a team that does not have a lot of talent, and, I mean, they're 6-4 and four and have every chance right now to compete with the with the Chiefs for that first seed in the AFC West. Um, they've got another game they're going to get to play against the Chiefs, and if they win that game, they, they'll have the tiebreaker with, the, if, with a better record. And... Uh, so um, no, they won't have the tiebreaker. I'm sorry. The I'll have to look at that up too, and I'll let y'all know. But they they definitely they have a chance to win that division. I don't think they will. I think the Chiefs will get it together and start getting back on it, and maybe just lose another game or two. But the Raiders definitely have played above expectations. The Patriots beat the Eagles 17 to 10. Um, neither offense looked good at all. Um, the Eagles receivers, I mean, it's, it's terrible. The receivers for the Eagles dropping passes, like, it's like a curse. It's like they sold their soul to the devil after that Super Bowl. Like, you give us a Super Bowl and then we don't care about catching the ball or anything anymore. <laughs> I don't know that they're, I saw a stat today. Michael Thomas has 94 receptions this season, 95 receptions this season, and the entire Eagles roster, ha, re, entire Eagles receiver roster has 94. So Michael Thomas by himself is out receiving the Eagles receiving core. That's crazy. Um, so the Patriots win that game. They move on to 9-1. and one. I think they'll have the best record in the AFC again, like most years. And uh, they'll get the bye week and host every round in the playoffs. So Bears-Rams. Rams win that game 17-7. to seven. Uh, The Bears' offense was bad again. But I'm not taking the route that most people take. I don't think Trubisky played terrible. I don't think a lot of people thought he got benched at the end of that game. He did not get benched. He was hurt, and they took him out. Um, and the people that say Chase, Chase Daniels is better than him, no, he's not. He's not better than Mr. Trubisky. Chase Daniels has had a lot smaller of a sample size and still not played very well. There's a reason he's been in the league for 10 years and started five games, you know. He's not that good, and the people saying put put Chase Daniels in and you'll be better off. No, you won't. Neither of them are good. Is what the really the the actual take is. They're neither one of them are good, and you're not going to be better with either of them. Trubisky's not been put in a place this season to win. Matt Nagy is definitely what has held Trubisky down this year. I'm not saying Trubisky could have been great by any means. He's not a good quarterback, but he has looked a lot worse because of the way Matt Nagy's called plays. The Bears team is a joke right now. I love it. But I, I feel bad for Trubisky because he's getting so much hate whenever a lot of it's not on him. A lot of it's on Nagy. Nagy. Moving on, the uh, Chiefs and Chargers. The Chiefs won that game 24-17. to um, Phillip Rivers, he's just giving out picks like it's Christmas gifts, man. Like, I, I don't know how the Packers didn't intercept him. Um he he played a great game against the Packers and beat us 26-11, and he's went on to throw seven interceptions since. Like, he is six interceptions since, whatever. He's throwing interceptions like crazy. He's almost thrown as many interceptions as he has kids. Um, I don't know. He, uh, Phillip Rivers is like that guy who pads stats, and at the end of his career, he's going to have really good stats as far as yards and touchdowns, but he's not a very good quarterback. Um, He's like the Matthew Stafford of the AFC. Like, he's going to give you those stats every season, but he's not very good. He's what's holding the Chargers back right now. 
the Chargers are a good football team. They're they're good all all the way around. They've got a good defense. They've got two really good running backs. They've got a good receiving core. Um, Philip Rivers' inaccuracy is what's losing them games right now. Uh, so I don't know that that's wild. The Chiefs won that game. They move on to seven and four. Uh, with them and the Raiders, like I was talking about, either one of those teams have a chance. The Raiders are six and four. The Chiefs are seven and four, and they play each other this year. The Raiders, the Raiders could win that division. I don't think they will, but they could. Um, then the the four teams that were on by were the Seahawks, Packers, Titans, and Giants. So um, the Giants are one of our opponents coming up too. So um, I, not, nothing really there. But that's that's basically all I'm going to talk about this week. Um, the Packers have every chance to win every time, every chance to be, be the first seed. Now, I mean, it's it's went out, it's went out, and we're the first seed. That's all we've got to do: win out, and we're the first seed, and we can get two home playoff games, and then go to the Super Bowl. It's I, I, I'm not going to say that's easy, but it's that simple. It's that simple of what we have to do. It's not we don't have to dig into all these. Well, this team has to lose, and this team has to win, and this team has to no. It's win out. We win out. We're the first seed. That's all we've got to do. Uh, we should still hope for Vikings losses. We should still hope for Saints and 49ers losses and Seahawks losses. Uh, if those teams all lose another game, that puts us in really good position. Um, hopefully the 49ers, I don't like the 49ers. Uh, we've, the Packers have struggled with the 49ers in this decade. I don't like them. I hope they lose the next three. I hope they lose to us, the Ravens, and the Saints. That would be great. Put them as a wild card team. Um, and then, I, you know, like I said earlier, I got a buddy that's a big Saints fan. Um, and I, I, I respect the Saints. I respect Breeze. I, I like them. Uh, I, I like when they succeed as long as it's not over the Packers. But um, I hope somebody puts them out in the playoffs before they play us. I don't really – I mean, I'd love to see a Breeze-Rogers NFC championship. It would be epic. Uh, that would be great. But as far as getting into the Super Bowl, I'd like to see them lose and us play uh, easier competition. I don't know. I, I'd like to beat the best competition going through, but, you know, it – you always want to win the Super Bowl no matter what, so playing easier comp- competition would be cool. But like I said, it would be really cool to watch Breeze Rogers in a NFC Championship, and if we won, I would have ultimate bragging rights over my buddy. So uh, if you're listening, that we can we can wait for that to happen, and yeah, I'll, I'll make fun of you if it happens. But uh, thank you for listening to this episode, guys, and uh, I'll talk to y'all next week. What's going on? This is Sean David Grant with Track Stars. You are now listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked.